0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend, Courtney, and she is going to talk to us about being a professional dancer and a dancer with River dance. So Courtney, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, thank you for having me, first of all. And second, I don't know, I grew up
1: in Columbus, Ohio, and I actually grew up in a suburb called Dublin, Ohio. So it was a really Irish community because people always ask me, how did I get into Irish dancing? And oh, yeah, because I do specifically Irish dancing is my form of dance. So they always ask me, how did you get into that? And the quickest answer I can give them is that I grew up in Dublin, Ohio. And so everyone around me was Irish. And every summer we had something called the Dublin Irish Festival. So I used to go there with my parents as a kid and just watch the girls dancing there. And I wanted to do that. And that's how I got into that.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm actually familiar with Dublin, Ohio, because I was a Delta Gamma, and that's where our headquarters are. Randomly, so I know exactly where that is. Yeah. I know exactly where the headquarters is. It's right by where my parents live. There you go. Yeah. So I know exactly where you, I know exactly where you grew up. Um, but walk us through your dance journey. You know, when did you start? Where did you start? And then how did it get you to where you are now? Oh,
1: geez. Okay.
0: <laughs> I. It's funny
1: because I kind of fell into Irish dancing accidentally. As I said, it was a very organic um, entry for me just from growing up where I grew up. And I did a lot of things as a kid. I played soccer. I had piano lessons, guitar. I did theater and musicals. And I was an actor when I was a kid. And so just I had a lot of things going on. And I have a brother and a sister and my brother played sports and my sister did gymnastics. And so we were all over the place. My poor parents having to take all of us all the way around on every single side of the state. But um, it was, I remember my realization, I was 16. I had, I was finishing up my sophomore year of high school going into my junior year. And that's kind of when people start thinking about colleges and what they want to study and where they want to go. And I don't know exactly how it happened, but I just know that's when it happened. And I woke up one day and was just like, I want to be a professional dancer. This is what I'm going to do. And I, I, for the life of me, do not know what triggered that switch in me, but I know it was during that time. And I mean, that's a transitional period for anyone when they're 15, 16 years old. So I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. So I kind of dropped everything I was doing except for Irish dancing. And I was focusing on that and I did a lot of competitions too. We have dance competitions. If anyone's seen Dance Moms, it's kind of like that. Like that's a very realistic portrayal of what competitive dance is like. And so I did that with Irish dancing and um, started practicing every day, working really hard, going to the studio extra days a week and did the regional championships and then eventually qualified for national championships. And then from that qualified for the world championships. And then I ended up placing up Or I ended up placing sixth place in the world for Irish dancing. And I was the highest placed American dancer the year that I did that. And that was really a kind of confirmation that what I was doing was the right path. Because, of course, I mean, you don't need a physical trophy, but if you have it, sometimes it it just reaffirms that you are on the right path. And, you know, it's like, okay, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And now, Everyone else can see that this is what I'm supposed to do too. So then, as I was graduating high school, I started doing auditions for a bunch of shows. So I was auditioning for Riverdance. I auditioned for the show in Chicago called Trinity, and um, my first Riverdance audition was not successful, and that was a huge blow because I was so confident. I had just come off this great placement in competition, and I was doing really well in, in you know, just in my life. And I was like, there's no way this could go any way. Like, I, I, you know, there were 200 people at this audition and they were taking two girls and two boys. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it. No problem. <laughs> I mean, that confidence is great to have.
0: <laughs> I'm jealous.
1: <laughs> but yeah. And I, I just trained 18 and that confidence was great to have. But unfortunately, that is not how that panned out. I, I did my audition and they sent me an email and they said, thank you for coming for it was a week-long audition too so I had to fly to Dublin Ireland and it was a whole week and they taught us the entire show or all the choreography top to bottom and it was grueling we were in a studio for eight to ten hours a day and like it was it was not a fun experience (laughs) but um but you know we weren't there to have fun it was an audition so we were in the studio for so long and by the end of the week we did a showcase and then they People came in, they watched us, they took notes, whatever. So I get an email that says, um, thank you for coming in. We, we thought you were great and we think you have great potential, but keep working and maybe try out again next year. And I was so angry that I was like, I was like, you know what? Fine. I don't want to do it anyway. They don't want me. I don't want to be in their show. So I auditioned for this other show in Chicago called Trinity and, um, was that audition was successful and they wanted to hire me right away they're like move to chicago come out here and i'd always loved chicago so i was like all right cool uh so i left ohio moved to chicago and i started dancing with them and then from there we did our very my first tour they sent me to japan by myself for two weeks and they're like we're gonna send you on a promotional media tour and promote the dance company. This was kind of a shock because I hadn't actually danced in the company yet, <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay, are you guys sure you want me to do this?" And they're like, "Yeah, you you can do it, you can do it." And that was cool to have someone believe in me. So I was like, "Okay, great." So I did that. Long story short, toward Japan, and then the I want to—I don't know if it was the day I got home, but it was the week that I got home from that tour of Japan. I got an email from Riverdance, and they're like, "Hi, um." Courtney, we're wondering if you have availability for a three-month tour in China this winter. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So I don't know, somehow my audition from the previous year circled back around and, you know, I just kept going with that. So that's my my short story of how I got into it professionally, I guess.
0: I love it. I love it. Talk about, you know, you've been in it for a while. You've been in the industry for a while. So talk about what the most difficult part about being in the dance industry has been for you?
1: Mm, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of difficult things about it. I'll, I'll be completely honest. It's, I mean, rejection is tough when you're auditioning things. Cause like I just told you, you know, sometimes you could go in super confident and you might even have been the best dancer in the room, but maybe someone didn't see that, or maybe they're just looking for someone else. or they're looking for someone who's taller than you or shorter than you or has blonde hair or brown hair or whatever. You never know what people are looking for. So that's something that took a while to learn. And you have to kind of know that it's not always you. Sometimes it's some things that you can't control. And um, other challenges. I mean, when I'm on tour, that can be kind of hard because we're away from home for so long. Mm -hmm. There was first year when I started touring, when I started with Trinity and then went straight into Riverdance I was on the road for 13 months straight wow yeah so and I I had like a week break to go home here and a week break to go home there but really I was you know I was 18 and I turned 19 on that tour was gone for 13 months so that and that's kind of challenging you know like, even me, like, I'm not a person that generally gets homesick, and I've always been pretty independent. But after a while, sometimes you just want to, you know, sleep in your own bed and hang out with your mom and pet your dog and things like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. That makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that can be difficult, too. I mean, it's also it's a competitive thing, you know, like, even once you enter the professional world of a sport, it's still it's still a competition. So. Sometimes the people that you're dancing with even might always have or might not always have your best interest in mind, which is unfortunate. I will. I've been lucky that most of the people that I've that I've gotten to dance with and tour with have been great, and we've become very close. We're like family. But every now and then, there's one or two people that, you know, will beat you down and and knock your confidence a little bit. So that was a learning a learning opportunity for me too when I was coming into this industry.
0: I guess, what has been the most shocking thing about um, being a river dance dancer? You know, it could be like the food that's in the break room, like something as minuscule as that. But to you, what, what was the most surprising thing?
1: Honestly, the most surprising thing to me was how much people love Irish dancing. Because I just thought it was a thing that I did because where I grew up. I didn't know that it was such a global thing like like I've said my first tour I did was in Japan and then my second tour after that was in China I didn't know people in East Asia knew what Irish dancing was but we had sold out auditoriums almost every single show and and people would wait for us at the door and wanted autographs and pictures and everything and I was like whoa this is kind of this is kind of cool this is kind of a big deal so that was that was the biggest surprise to me I guess was just how global and how globally appreciated this art form is.
0: Yeah. I still remember whenever I saw Riverdance when I was like, probably like six. And, you know, I've danced my whole life, but I'm a UFL cheerleader. Like, it's very much not the same, like... (laughs) It's very like sassy girly, you know, and y'all are like very like sharp and um, pristine with your movement. And I still remember seeing Riverdance and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. Like I've never danced Irish dancing in my life. Like I've never, I don't know the technique, like there's just, but, um, but you guys are just so good that like, you don't have to know anything about Irish dancing to just be like, wow, like that is so cool. So Thank um. Of course, of course. Um so our, for our final question, if you could give one piece of advice to someone wanting to audition for for Riverdance, what would it be?
1: This is this is a question that young dancers will ask a lot or anyone that's auditioning and the biggest piece of advice I can give is just to stay confident in yourself and don't lose don't lose that fight, don't lose that drive. If you get knocked down, get right back up again. You know, if that's if this is really what you want to do and this is really your passion, then you have to follow it and that'll shine through because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, this person could have great technique and this person could maybe they won this competition or they did that. But it's about who you are as a person. It's about what makes you uniquely you. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's it's really easy to lose that, especially in a competitive any competitive art form it's it's it can be difficult to remind yourself of that so that's the biggest thing I can say is be true to yourself be confident in who you are and if if this really is your passion if it's your calling then you just have to go for it
0: yeah we all need some Courtney confidence walking up into an audition with 200 people two being chosen and being like oh for sure in the bag no I'm not even worried I
1: honestly, I have to remind myself of that sometimes I'm like,
0: okay, you need to be your other to meet Courtney
1: to Courtney. I'm like, okay, channel your 18 year old self walking into that audition room, having no business being there. That's the confidence that I need to have all the time. So don't worry. I
0: remind myself all the time too. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Courtney, for coming on and chatting.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I think this is such a great podcast and I love that you're, talking to all kinds of women in all different industries. And it's really cool.
0: Yeah. It's fun for me. It's fun for me. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye y'all.